Hello, I'm wearing a silly hat. You can't see this on the podcast, but I am wearing a child Bob the Builder hat. I'm going to put it on and put it off. Why on earth would I do such a silly thing, apart from trying to attract your attention? I want to think for a moment about putting, the word putting, to put something on or to put something off. It's an action. It's a deliberate choice. I put on the helmet or I put it down on the ground like that. Why on earth am I thinking about this? Well, if we just go a little background into where we are in John chapter 7. Jesus has been firstly telling his brothers that he's going to go up later to Jerusalem uh, because he's concerned that if he goes and makes a big deal, a big performance, a big show, he will be put to death. But when he does go up later quietly, there is a debate as to whether he's a good man or whether he deceives people. And uh, he tells them that the way they can decide is if they've chosen to do the will of God, they will recognize who he is. And all of this we've uh, tried to look at in our last few studies. We pick it up then at verse 30. This they tried to seize him, uh, but no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. Still, Verse 31 of John 7, many in the crowd put their faith in him. They said, when the Messiah comes, will he perform more signs than this man? And all I want to do in our study today is just explore that phrase, they put their faith in him. Some of you have got other versions of the Bible which will just talk about, which will just say something like they believed in him or they believed on him. And I like the way the NIV has phrased it as they put their faith in him because it really comes, uh, conjures up the idea that it was an action, a choice, not a feeling, to depend upon him. Sometimes we perceive belief to be a sort of abstract thing that doesn't have any particular consequences. I'm, I might believe that Cambridge United are the best team in the land. That is a foolhardy belief, but it has no negative consequences on me. When the Bible talks about belief and faith, it is about trusting in something. And we talk about this a lot in our talks and studies, that we exercise faith when we put our trust in maybe a chair that we're sitting upon. I'm putting my faith in in the microphone now that it's working and you can hear me as I'm speaking to you. And faith is usually based on what we can see which then leads us to trust what we can't see. And that's part of what they're saying here about Jesus. They say, look, we've seen him do miracles. He's uh, fed the uh, thousands of people on the hillside, turning the five loaves and fishes into uh, a full meal for everyone. He's healed the man on the Sabbath. He's walked on water. And they say, look, how we've, from what we can see... We are trusting that he's the Messiah. From what we can see with our eyes, we put our trust in what we can't see. There was uh, no definitive proof that he was the Messiah, but they trusted enough from what they had seen. So it led me to sort of go lead us in a little bit of a uh, reflection along those lines. I'm going to show us some of the things that we can see about Jesus. And we might say, because we see these things in Jesus, we trust something else. And that trust has real uh, importance 
when other things happen, even when. And so we put our faith in Jesus means we continue to do something. So let me show you an example of that. So we can see the birth of Jesus. We know that there was a man called Jesus who lived. We know there was an historical event of this guy being born. And we see the whole story that we're celebrating in a few days from when I'm recording this. The story of Jesus coming as a baby of the weakness and vulnerability of God coming amongst mankind. And the way Jesus describes this is the importance of us understanding that God has come to love. Uh, John 3:16 for God so loved the world. So we see the birth of Jesus and we see that God has come to us and from that we trust that we are loved. Why else has Jesus come among us if it wasn't to tell us of his love? Now to put our trust, our faith in him is to go one step further from what we see that Jesus has come among us and it's to say that even when we feel unlovable or unloved, even when we look at what we've done in our lives and we feel, how could anybody care for me? We see that God has come into the world as the saviour of the world. And even when we feel unloved and we feel heaven has been silent, we see that Jesus came into the world. And so we choose or we continue to seek to be close to God and not to give up on him, but to persevere and to say, I will believe that I am loved and valued by God because that is the meaning of the birth of Jesus. We see the birth, so we trust we are loved. Even when we feel unlovable or unloved, we will continue to live close to God. We won't pull ourselves away from God. We won't push God away from us saying he can't love us or he doesn't love us because we put our faith in him. We trust we are loved even though we don't feel it. Another example, we see the cross. We see that Jesus died in a painful and lonely way. And we trust, therefore, that that was a sacrifice for sin, that he, we are forgiven because of the cross, that he died the death that we deserve for our sin. And we trust all the teaching in the New Testament that tells us that this death was on our behalf. So we see the cross, we know that happened, and we trust from that that we are forgiven, even when we feel ashamed or condemned even when we feel unworthy, even when we know we have messed up, even when we have been disobedient, even when voices condemn us and we say we cannot have any part of the purposes of God, we put our faith in him and we say, I'm cleansed and washed and I can go again and I can have a fresh start. We choose to continue to keep going forward rather than to give up and say I'm a failure. We can see the empty grave. We can see that Jesus, as the disciples felt, had risen from the dead. 
And so we trust that there is eternal life. We trust that this life isn't all there is because we can see the empty grave. So even when we experience death, death of a loved one or we face our own mortality, we continue to prepare for heaven and to have hope. We put on faith. We say, I can see that Jesus rose from the dead, and so I choose to believe in life eternal. I choose to believe for those who I have loved who have gone before me, I will be reunited with. I choose to believe that my death will not be the end, and that I can invest in a future life and know that all the sadness and sorrow of this world will be replaced with joy everlasting. I put my faith in him. I trust from what I can see. I trust for what I can't see. And we can see around us the longevity of Jesus' words. We can see that the Bible is still here after hundreds and thousands of years. We can see that Jesus' words are still known and translated. We can see that generation after generation have put their trust in his words. We can see that, therefore we trust their truth. And we choose that even when others mock and disbelieve and say that the Bible and the words of Jesus are irrelevant, we choose to continue to obey. We put our faith in his words by obeying him. We put our faith in his birth by believing we are loved. We put our faith in his cross by believing we can be forgiven. We put our faith in his resurrection by believing that there is eternal life. We put our faith in his words by obeying them. And we see Jesus serving, washing the disciples' feet and taking the menial task of the lowest slave. And we'll look at that in future studies in John whenever we get to that sometime in the next century, I imagine. And so we trust the value of serving. And because we trust the value of serving, we will continue even when we are unthanked or taken advantage of, we will continue to serve others. We put our faith in servanthood as the way of God. We put our faith in that that is the right way to live our lives. And even when people are ungrateful, we put our faith in it. We put our faith in seeing Jesus lay down his life for others. And therefore, we trust his command to love as he has loved us. And therefore, even when our love and care for others is unreturned or uncomfortable because of their behavior, and because other people think we're condoning, we will continue to care for all people. To put our faith in Jesus is to say, I put my faith in your command to love and I will love even when it is difficult. And lastly, we see Jesus forgiving on the cross. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And because of that, we trust that forgiveness is a right lifestyle. And so even when we are hurt, we show mercy and grace and compassion. We choose to put our faith in the way of Jesus. 
Many in the crowd, we read, put their faith in Jesus. They'd seen the miracles, they'd seen what he'd done, and from that they decided that the future could be entrusted in Jesus, that he was the Messiah from what they had seen. And you and I see these things about Jesus. And so our question for reflection is what does putting our faith in Jesus look like today for us? Is it about putting our faith in the fact that we are loved and trusting that we are loved even when we don't feel it? We see that he came to earth in humility in a manger with a fanfare of the angels amongst ordinary people. And so we put our trust that we're part of the ordinary people. Does putting our faith in Jesus mean that we trust we can be cleansed and forgiven and our past and our shame washed full away and we can stand without fault and accusation before God when we meet him and he'd say, all of your wrongdoing is gone, I don't know about it. We see the cross. Can we put our faith in his forgiveness? We see the resurrection. Can we put our faith in the next life? Is that the thing for us that we need to act upon and stop living as though this life is all there is, but choose to say, though I feel it not some days, I choose to believe this life is not all there is. You see, putting our faith is about acting on what we see even when we don't feel it. Choosing to obey Jesus because we've seen how his words have been tested by generation after generation and so we choose to obey his word. We choose to serve others. And we choose to care for all people and we choose to live out mercy. Let's put our faith in Jesus, not talk about it simply. Not even tell other people we believe these things. But join in with the action if I reach for my hat. I put the action of faith in Jesus. To accept his love, to receive his cleansing, to live out live for the next life, to obey Jesus, to serve others, to care for all, to live out mercy. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you that we can trust you. That generations throughout history have trusted you, have trusted your love, have trusted your forgiveness, has trusted your eternal life as a future, have trusted in the power of love and forgiveness and servanthood. And so we choose to put our faith in you. Help us to do that, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.